Super Talk Mississippi media production. Did you know Toyota Brookhaven has sold more new vehicles the last two years than any other dealership in southwest Mississippi? Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this hump day. The last one of 2021. It is indeed. We are inching ever closer to the close of the year. And. Ready to break out the champagne, as they say, to usher in a new year, that being 2022, right around the old corner. Everybody's brushing up on or trying to remember the words to Old Lang Syne. <laughs> it's right. Or they just get to that point in the night and watermelon, watermelon, watermelon their way through it. <laughs> just words and sound just is emitted from the... I know the word forgot's in there somewhere. (laughs) That's right. Well, uh, you know, if you're going to get to that point, just don't get behind the wheel of a vehicle. That's the main most thing, that uh, we want you to stay safe. That is a big deal. So, uh, lots of stuff happened overnight. The passing of John Madden, a bit unexpected. Happened uh, right around game time, or perhaps during the game, during the Mississippi State game. Again, I think that's when it was announced. Okay, but uh, it, had, it actually happened earlier in the morning yesterday. Oh, but, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. Okay. The, the NFL put out a statement late yesterday afternoon, and then it was it made the rounds in the media, and I, my phone was blowing up from every single news outlet announcing it. Yeah, exactly. I was getting all the uh, the notifications as well. So. Sad deal, uh, for sure. And it's always sad to, it's it's heartwarming to see all the stories of how good a person is, but it's sad that we only hear them after they've passed. That's true. Like I was reading a story this morning of a guy that uh, he lives in Baltimore. He he works at a restaurant. I think his uncle owns it, and he's been there for twenty five, thirty years. But he was still kind of new at the time. It was 20 years ago when uh, there was a Monday night football game in Baltimore, and John Madden really liked the soup at this particular restaurant. (laughs) So they stayed open late for him. He showed up after the game, ordered the soup, and then tipped everybody he could get his hands on 100 bucks. How about that? called it a night. And then signed autographs and took pictures and all that. Well, certainly from all accounts, he was just a wonderful human being and and very well-liked. 
uh, certainly by his players, by the, the other coaches, everyone he worked with in broadcasting. And I'll have to say that I look forward to Thanksgiving Day football every year, just to really not so much uh, interest in the game, I guess, but more just to hear he and Pat Sumrall broadcast the game, maybe the best ever at broadcasting uh, professional football. I think you could argue that. They I've were, seen it said by more than one person that they could make any game sound like it was the Super Bowl. Okay. I think it's a good way to describe it. But he maybe was uh, a pioneer in terms of bringing deep analysis into the broadcasting booth, uh, have, having been a player and a coach and around the game his whole life. I mean, he could just give you perspectives that only a person with his experiences could give. And I think he did it so well. And he was just entertaining, fun to watch. Uh, who's, the, who's the comic, the impersonators, impersonator impressionist that, that does uh, it? Frank Caliendo. That's him. It's just uh, all those things are out on YouTube, uh, Frank Caliendo doing Madden. It's just hilarious watching him do it. So so good at because because Madden had kind the of popcorn a popcorn popper commercial makes my <laughs> makes my sides hurt awesome. every time from laughing. It is awesome it, it, because Madden was such a bigger than life figure, and I think just had a, a personality. But he was also so approachable and so grounded. You, you, you could you could empathize with the guy because yeah he. He won all these games. He coached all these Hall of Famers. He did all these amazing accolades, but he was also terrified of flying and would take a bus everywhere. Yeah. So it 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 kind of kept him grounded. It made him seem more approachable. It made him seem more like an everyman. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. Uh, he and he was from San Francisco. That's where he hailed from. Of course, coached there for the Raiders. And what it was just the characters. It, was he not perfect for the Raiders when you think about the Raiders' personality? You know, which which really was, I, I think, kind of a sign to them more so because of their colors and the Raiders' mascot as much as anything. But him and Kenny Stabler and that whole it's just perfect. I think it, Al Davis with those glasses just win, baby. I mean, that was fun. What happened to those days, by the way? It, it, I I happened to notice during the Saints game the other night, the woke NFL, and the Saints got uh, didn't do so well against the Dolphins down there in the Dome. But the white border around the field, which includes around the end zone, the back of the end zone, had painted in the white border in racism. Now, I'll have to admit, it struck me, that message, the contrast of that message being so close, being stepped on as part of the game by black athletes making millions of dollars. Now, I'm having a hard time processing that, that juxtaposition there. I, what is that doing? What is that? I just want to watch football. I don't think that I'm alone in that respect. 
what happened to those days? We, we have this woke crap that's got to be introduced into every aspect of life. I think some people would boil it down to uh, the saying, the love of money is the root of all evil. Because you go back to the, the days when John Madden was coaching, I, re I remember watching a video of, uh, let's see, it was Terry Bradshaw, I think it was, rolling up to the stadium, and the, the interview was actually with the security guard of the stadium. And they're talking to the security guard about, yeah, this is a day in, day out, and then here comes Terry Bradshaw rolling up in a pickup truck, looked like it was about 10 years old at the time, just arm hanging out the window, hey, waved him on through, had some chit-chat with the security guard, and then he went about a business. Do you see anybody in the NFL, even the, the lower roster guys, rolling around in a 10-year-old vehicle? No. It's changed. I mean, and that's, that's fine. I'm okay with that, honestly. I mean, the market is spoken. People are willing to pay all kinds of money. Uh, but the, not, the continuation of that, the whole the, the love of money is the root of all evil, you go from it's a job and you're going to your job and you're pretty much like everybody else in the same ballpark, you think the same way, you, you have the same experiences versus this insular experience they have now that comes with their success, that plus the, the corporate atmosphere of virtue signaling and how that seems to create more money in the marketing, it, it just all boils down to they want to make more money. Well, sure. And they think if they can go this way, they can. I, I reckon. But let's not be confused. It's a business. It's an enterprise. And that's why I think it has improved and increased in quality. But gosh, because it is a business, think about this. Is there a game you can't watch? It, that you can't watch uh, delivered in a, a audio-video experience is pretty dang close to being there, honestly. There are a lot of people who say, Geez. Depends on their blackout rules. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's still that's still in in effect. But uh, the point is, is that which that does seem a bit archaic in the in the nowadays days. Yeah, I totally agree. It it doesn't make sense in, in the off air days when you had an antenna on your house to pick up broadcast a channel. Yeah, today no, doesn't make any sense. But look, that's all part of the growth of the game, and uh, again. Uh, improvements in technology and, and innovation, uh, you know, across the the spectrum, has uh, has driven a lot of that, and it's it's made it more profitable and a bigger, more successful. Anyhow, I think all that's fine. I think all that's great. I, I could just do without all the woke messaging. Honestly, just don't need to see all that. I think most people would agree with that. They're getting weary of it. It's getting long in the tooth, and I'm not sure it's a. I don't think it's accomplishing anything. Let me just say that. I don't have to say I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's not. It's not. That's just not the, the proper approach in that perspective. Anyhow, we got a spirit in the sky that always reminds me of Apollo 13 when I hear that. We're going to take a break right here on Middays. We got Brian Haydad at 1037, co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll break down last night's Mississippi State game, talk about the Old Miss Sugar Bowl game coming up. Colonel Stephen Maxwell, director of Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics, at 11.05. Stay with us.
Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live-burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. The Waterford and Ridgeland understands that during this pandemic, choosing the right retirement community is more important than ever. Not only do our residents enjoy exceptional services, but also the peace of mind that comes from knowing their health and safety are our number one priority. With safety in mind, our families are able to engage with loved ones during this pandemic, not disconnect. The Waterford offers spacious studios, one and two bedroom apartments. Come see why more people are making the safe step to retirement living at the Waterford today. Call us at 601-856-6130. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. There she stood in the street, smiling from my head to her feet. I said, what is this now, baby? Baby, she's indeed. Welcome back, everyone. Midday, Super Talk, Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studios. Well, this will... Uh, 
be my last show for the year as Mandy will be filling in tomorrow. We're off on uh, Friday, New Year's uh, Eve. And then back in the studio next week, next Monday. Next year. Yeah, next year. And then uh, all them lawmakers are going to be down there making laws again next week. And we will, of course, be remote. We're going to be remote. Let's see, on the 1-6, that would be next Thursday, we'll be down at uh, the Mississippi Trade Mart for the Mississippi Council, uh, Economic Council's Capital Day. That's an annual deal for the Mississippi Economic Council. Looking forward to that. Typically, it's in the Coliseum this year. It's in the new trademark. If you haven't been down there, really nice facility. But that's where we will be. You can uh, register for the event by going to mec.ms. That's mec.ms. We'll be having, I'm sure, all the statewide leaders and some members of the legislature Join us down there at um, MEC's Capital Day. Ought to be a lot of fun. See what's on their minds, what's uh, what's in store for us in the great state of Mississippi. I'm getting geared up to, to dig into the lesser-known legislation. I, I have fun doing that for homework when whenever the, the legislative session finally gets kicked off. Because you've got the big ones. You've got the the income tax proposals yeah. and the medical marijuana and Medicare or Medicaid expansion or any number of things that are going to be brought up. They're going to be big, hot-button topics. Yep. But then you've got the, the lesser-known stuff that flies under the radar that still gets people really worked up and excited, like pecan thievery or <laughs> lemonade stands or Sudafed or stuff like that. Yeah. So that that's always fun to dive into. I would never have said that was fun five, six, ten years ago, but the way some of these lawmakers put a legally spin on something that should be as simple as don't steal people's pecans <laughs> is fascinating. They drop about 3,000 bills. I'm not sure if everybody was aware of that. That's a bunch when you consider that they're only in session for 90 days or so. And it, over the course of a session in the news, you might hear about 50 to 100 yeah. out of 3,000, and that, that would be a really busy year. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the vast majority, I don't think, ever make it out of committee. Oh, no, it's not even close. Uh, so, it, so they never get to the floor, and I think most lawmakers aren't familiar, except with those that are either in their committees or that make it to the floor, or they've had discussion with uh, their colleagues about a matter, a bill, et cetera. So, yeah, it's uh, right around the corner. That's uh, always something we look forward to here on Super Talk Mississippi, because there's never a dull moment and plenty of stuff to talk about when they're down there in session. Um, also, we had a, a text here on the Super Talk uh, ceasefire text line from Jeff in Forest County. He says, Frank uh, Caliendo did a perfect Dr. Phil impersonation. It was hilarious. I agree. It, it is fantastic. I could just watch hours of, uh, of Frank doing his Im- impressions. It, he is awesome. I, that's a, I've always been fascinated with that. Uh, was it uh, Rich Little, the um, longtime impressionist? He was always fascinating to watch. I actually got to see him live, believe it or not. He came to Jackson. Wow. Uh, to the uh, hotel that is now the Crown Plaza downtown on a Mitch Street. I think it was the Holiday Inn at the time. It originally, it was. And got to see him live, and it was totally awesome. That's back when he was 
in his uh, in his prime. But impressionists have always fascinated me. Uh, Dana Carvey was great, and he was all. I look forward to watching Saturday Night Live when he was a member of the cast, just to watch him do impressions. George there's Bush. A, there's a late night host that's actually pretty good at it. He doesn't do it very much anymore, but every once in a while he'll break it out. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Fallon. Jimmy is Fallon good. is really good at impress, especially musical impressions. Yeah, I agree. You're right about that. Uh, Mike Myers. Oh yeah, does some as well. So yeah, I would argue he might not even be an impressionist. He just takes over. The character takes over, and he's got so many characters. You're right. Uh, that's right. I agree. Kind of like Robin Williams. He just Robin Williams, he had yeah. so many bits that he would just jump into that it, you never knew when he was joking and when he was not. I agree. Uh, anyhow, always been fascinated with that. Always kind of wish I had that sort of talent. I think that's kind of fun. I, it's uh, it's, it's uh, of all the performing arts, that's just the one that probably intrigued me as much as anything. It's like, how do they do that so good? I used to love to watch Rich Little come on to Johnny Carson and do Johnny Carson, and that was just unbelievable watching that. But so, I imagine it takes a lot of time in front of the mirror. I bet because you're right. You, you can do voices. Yeah. There's a big difference in someone doing voices and someone being an impersonator. Yeah, where, that's right. Where if they're doing Clint Eastwood, they've got the squint and the eyebrow and the scowl and, and that kind of stuff where it just it adds to the moment. Yeah, the facial expressions, the body English, all part of it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. We should uh, also point out that former Democrat Senate Majority Leader during the Obama administration. Harry Reid passed away, age 82. John Madden was 85. That's kind of weird how that happened on the same day. And uh, he was a key part of the, uh, the uh, I don't even know how to describe it, the chicanery, <laughs> the, the approach and uh, to passing health care, Obamacare. Uh, he, was, he was a major part of that because the the uh, Senate the Democrats lost their their majority when Senator Kennedy uh, unexpectedly died in 2009 I believe at the end of that and then Scott Brown got elected to replace him and he was elected believe it or not in Massachusetts mainly to block health care reform Obama's health care reform package and uh, so Harry Reid figured out a way to use the reconciliation process, essentially, to, to bypass and circumvent the filibuster. And they got what is now known as Obamacare. And he's credited uh, with that uh, sort of technical work there. The other thing about Harry, and gosh, I, I hate to talk in a disparaging way about anybody who has, uh, who's, who's passed, because the loss of life is, is tragic, and we should be respectful of that. But he was a uh, high-profile politician, and and uh, and so that's part of his legacy. But the one thing that I do recall is when Mitt Romney was the candidate opposing Barack Obama in uh, 2012, and Harry Reid lied about Mitt Romney's taxes, and many would point to that as a, as a pivotal. Uh, kind of message that may have resulted in Romney losing that election. And he lied about it, and he was asked afterwards, after the election, if he was sorry about lying about it. And he said no. He said, you remember the interview, I don't know if we could find the video for later on, but he says, oh, well, it worked, didn't it? 
meaning it's it's okay for me to lie. The ends justify the means scenario it worked, didn't it? I'll never forget that, and that it was just I, I, despicable in my view, and and to, totally inappropriate for a sitting member of the U.S. Senate, the majority leader, the most powerful member of the Senate, and one of the three most powerful people in in uh, Washington from a government perspective to lie for political gain. I, I, not that we should be shocked. I was about to say, is it really that shocking that a, the leader of a group of politicians is slimy? No, it's not. And that's bad, though. It I mean, we bad, should we should but... never accept that as, oh, well, that's just, you know, part of politics. Just get over it. No, I'm not going to. You lied. And you should be called out on it. And this is why their approval rating of politicians is so ridiculously low because people get tired of all the lying. They just want the truth. And uh, so what he said was that he didn't pay any taxes over the last decade, he accused Mitt Romney. And even the all the fact-checkers came out, which tend to lean left, and they gave it four and five Pinocchios or what, whatever their rating system is. PolitiFact gave it a pants-on-fire rating. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, but I remember him being interviewed about it post-election. It worked, didn't it? It's just re- one of the many stories that they hung around Mitt Romney like an albatross, like uh, the binders full of women, yes, or the dog on the roof of the car for the family That's vacation. Right. Uh, I was at Office Max. I think shut down, fired everybody, sent them out to the streets, and all that sort of. But you know, to some extent, you got to put the blame on Romney because he really never did a good job. Didn't get out of, in front of any of it. Of countering any of that and defending it and exposing the truth and reality, he just didn't handle it well, and he lost as a result. Time for a break here on Middays. We appreciate you so much for joining us. Coming up next. Brian Haydad, the coast, a co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and thunderstorms likely high near 78. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms as well, low around 62. Your Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 75. And for your finally Friday, 40% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 74. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. 
The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let The Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at The Rogue serving Mississippians. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, everyone. This is Dave Logan, General Manager of Canon Nissan of Jackson. Holiday savings continue during the Nissan year-end sale event. This year-end event is the perfect time to buy your next Nissan with significant savings off MSRP. This is a great time to get your vehicle serviced for holiday travel. Canon Nissan Service Department is open six days a week and no appointment is needed. 2021 and 2022 models are on the ground at Canon Nissan of Jackson. And we have your favorites like Nissan Rogue and Nissan Murano. Call now for best selection. We have over 700 pre-owned vehicles available in all makes and models. Payments start at $199 per month on pre-owned units for qualified buyers. No credit, no problem. Call today, ride tomorrow. You still have time to save on your favorite Nissans during the Nissan year-end sales event. Merry Christmas from all of us at Canon Nissan of Jackson. And remember, when the smoke clears... Nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to two men in a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves said he will not sign a medical marijuana bill into law unless the amount prescribed per day to an individual in the current legislation is lowered. Reeves said this bill allows any individual to get 3.5 grams of marijuana per day. That's equivalent to 11 joints per day every day, totaling 1.2 billion legal joints sold in Mississippi per year. Reeves is asking the legislature to cut that amount in half to start the program. And Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tindall is already meeting with lawmakers and others ahead of the upcoming legislative session. Things that we can do to assist local law enforcement, Jackson PD and Hines County, to try to work on crime in the Jackson area. And obviously Capitol Police, we feel like, is going to play a big role in that. Tindall said he was happy to see the legislative budget proposals have additional officers for Capitol Police and salary increases so they can recruit good officers. I'm Andy Davis. Trustmark Checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus Checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus Checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. Back on Midday, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this hump day, the last one of 2021. And joining us now, the co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi, Brian Haydad. Morning, Brian. Good morning to you, Gerard. How are you? I'll give you a preemptive Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well, my good friend. Uh, I like that San Francisco Giants shirt you got on there. This is if you and I were to ever like take a, a glamour shot or something. This is how it should look, right? I'm in the t-shirt and jeans. You're rocking the fine suit. That, that, that is you and me summed up as about as best as we can. Oh well, I got uh, I got a business meeting after the show today, so I'm not surprised by that. Though. I'm not surprised by that. Had had to dress the part. All right, so wow, where do we start? About last night. Your guess is as good as mine on that one, Gerard. I mean, that you know, State has had an up and down season, right? They've had some 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 disappointing losses. They've had some surprising wins. No result was more surprising than what happened last night in Memphis. I, I nobody, even the most ardent Mississippi State hater, could have said, "I think State's going to go in there and just get completely blown out by Texas Tech the way they did." But that's exactly what happened, and and you saw one team really wanted to win that game, and one team didn't have that same drive, that same passion. Um, Seems like it. And I'm I'm not trying to to make a statement about opting out or anything like that, but once you get to the field, the guys that were playing for Texas Tech, you could tell they wanted to win that game more than the guys from Mississippi State did. Uh, I think, honestly, Brian, most Mississippi State fans would uh, come to that same conclusion. I, I mean, I, just looking out on social media and the boards and so forth, that seems to be uh, that seems to be the summary of the feeling right there. And who can predict that? You know, and, and how do you even start to think about so-called pointing fingers and I don't know laying? I don't know that you can. It's just weird. Yeah, I mean. If I could predict these games, Gerard, I'd be living in a bigger house than you. I'll put it that way. So, I mean, I don't have that kind of skill. You can't predict what's going to happen. You know, you can look at the, the, the stats. And if you looked at the stats, yeah, I mean, there's a reason State was a 10-point favorite in that game. The, sure. the stats totally lean towards Mississippi State. But once the whistle blows, and anybody who's played sports at any level knows this, once the whistle blows, it's about who wants to win more a lot of times. And, and 
And Texas Tech, you know, they they had a lot of, of things working against them. I mean, Sonny Cumbie is, was their interim head coach. He already has another job. Yeah. He's the head coach of Louisiana Tech. He yeah. could have left. Sure. He could have left, but he decided to stay and see it out. And that I think that motivated his team. Whereas with Mike Leach, I think some of the stuff that I took as maybe motivation was more bluster than anything else. With the stuff he was talking about with the, the lawsuit and everything going on there, it, it felt like his his mind wasn't as much on winning the game as proving a point. Yeah, it does kind of seem that way. Now, uh, the Texas Tech head coach is a Texas Tech alum, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Played for so, Leach. Yeah, played for Leach. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, quarterback, right? I think he was yeah. quarterback. Yeah. 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 So, you know, Brian, I know you've watched and, and analyzed uh, lots of sporting events, including college football. Mm-hmm. Have you have you ever felt sometimes that you could just watch the opening series and pretty much predict the outcome? Yeah. And last and, and night, so, watching... Sometimes I'm wrong on that, but yeah. Yeah, but generally speaking, that's the way... It, it, but when you watch Texas Tech ripping off big yards between mm-hmm. the tackles in mm-hmm. the first series, you said, I, I, I don't see how they're going to stop that. It just doesn't and, and, look like... It. And give State some credit. They they, they, they figured it out and, and made some adjustments, but then Texas Tech made adjustments. Right. And eventually, State's lack of depth due to opt-outs and due to some COVID uh, uh, absences caught up with them yeah. in, in the end. Yeah. But I can't really blame the defense in a game where the, the offense scores seven points. It's, it's sort yeah. of the same thing that happened at the Egg Bowl. You had people blaming Arnett, and I'm like, guys, there were State had six points on the board with seven minutes to go. Yeah, I mean, you can't re- really blame. You know, at some point, the offense has to sustain drives, has to convert third downs, and has to put points on the board. State's defense could have given up eight points yesterday, and they still would have lost. Yeah, good point. The thing that surprised me, I think, uh, on the offensive side of the ball with respect to State, was real Will Rogers just didn't look like he was ever in sync in the entire game, and I, I'm not sure you know how to pinpoint the cause for that. But he didn't look like he did it, it so many times during the season where he just was absolutely unstoppable. Yeah, just played his worst game of the year by far. You know, had some drops. I think Jaden yeah. Wally had three or four drops by himself. Makai Polk had a drop. But, you know, Texas Tech did a, did a, had a good game plan. They, they, they really ran that, that rush three, drop eight to perfection. And then later in the game, when they had the advantage and they could take some chances, when they blitzed, they were able to be effective with their blitzing. Yeah. I have to wonder. You know, Sonny Cumbie, like I just said, he played for Mike Leach. And yeah. Mike Leach, if there's one thing we know about him, is that playbook has not changed over the years. Well, so it's worked. Exactly. But, you know, how much does Cumbie, his knowledge of that's that true. system, that's true. work against Mike Leach there? That's I true. think it did. That's that's a good point. That's true. It uh, I, Honestly, it was shocking. But after watching that first series, I just said, this doesn't, this doesn't look good. And yeah. I, I just didn't feel like there, there was a way... Because, as you said, of course, and they make adjustments. A game, you don't know the other team's game plan. You hope you understand, and you hope you prepare for that, but you you don't hit that uh, perfect all the times. But watching that, it just looked like, I don't see how that's ever going to get fixed, is kind of my yeah. feeling. Well, eventually, it's a point where, you, you know, what players do you have? Yeah. You know, when you're missing that, you're missing two starters on the defensive line and a linebacker. I mean, it's going to be tough to stop the run. Yeah. You only have so much depth. You know, you know, this is, this is in Alabama or Georgia where there's a, you know, a fleet of five stars sitting on the bench. You, get, you just got to go with who you got. Well, and also, <laughs> is, isn't it true, Brian, that the Texas Tech starting quarterback was, was also not playing the game? Isn't that true? So they've had three different starting quarterbacks okay. in this game. This kid Smith has started the last few games. Okay, 
Okay. But their their first guy was injured, and the second guy is no longer on the team. Oh, okay. And this this was number three for them. So, yeah, give them a lot of credit. They 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 faced some adversity this season. Obviously, they had a coaching change midseason, but they they kept plugging along, and they got a a great reward last night in that win. Yeah, you know, my son uh, went skilled out there, played ball uh, until he got hurt, uh, and loved loved the Red Raiders, and went out to Lubbock many times. And it's not a place you go to unless you've got a reason to go there because it's not way a vacation the, spot. Way yeah. the heck up there! Yeah, it's a pretty neat place. I'll have to tell you, I was shocked the first time I went to Texas Tech, and it's a lot of the kids from the DFW area that can't get into UT. Mm-hmm. Because of the the UT stringent requirements and the fact that they just got more demand than they got supply, and it's yeah. sort of limited, and they end up in Lubbock. Um, it's a pretty cool place, honestly. Yeah. I, I you know just for what it's worth, just want to pass that on. But I certainly didn't think they were going to come in to the Liberty no. Bowl and and handle Mississippi State. So what do you think? Talking about this, what do you think about all this? The, the changes, the opt-outs, the transfer portal, the NIL, it doesn't look like student-athletes anymore to me, Brian. It, it doesn't in, in some ways, but at the same time, you know, hey, man, this is America. Yeah, we believe in equality, right? Everybody's yeah. the same. We hold our student-athletes to a, a a standard that we don't hold anybody else to. Agree. We tell them that they can't leave, but the coaches leave all the time. We tell them they can't make money off of their name, image, and likeness. Gerard, if somebody puts your name and image on a billboard, they're paying you some money for that. Nobody's sure. just doing that for free. Sure. But we tell student-athletes they can't do it. And, and and just for me, I mean, if you're a chemistry major and you want to change schools, nobody cares. But if you're a college football player, it's it's a, it's a process and a, and a huge deal. I don't have a problem with these changes. And, and what I always say is this. We pay our coaches, you know, Five million dollars a year at state now seven and a half to Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. Figure it out. You get paid the big bucks. Figure it out. Yeah. All right. If the if the players are going to make a little money and have a little freedom, I, I can't I can't have a problem with that. They, they deserve to have the same rights as everybody else does. Yeah, I, and I, I'm certainly not arguing with that. And I totally agree that is uh, is a free market, a believer in free market principles. This is the market talking. I have thought mm-hmm. I will share this with you, and I may have done it before. I thought for some time that eventually we are headed to a point where college athletics is certainly the big sports is going to be privatized. And by that I mean I see a situation where the universities essentially franchise, if you will, to private operators the the entire athletics process. No more athletic departments in universities. No more NCAA. You don't even have to be a student. You just suit up and play play ball and get paid to do so, kind of like a minor league organization, yeah, Yeah, so to speak. But it just seems like all these changes indicates or points to headed in that direction. I don't disagree with what you're saying. But I'll say this. There were probably times our grandfathers were talking about this with, like, helmets and stuff. Yeah, College right. football has been changing and evolving right. the whole time. And everything, something new happens, it's, oh, that's the end of this sport. You're right. The, You're the right. sport keeps plugging along. We'll see, though, Gerard. Yeah. It's interesting times for sure. But uh, Absolutely. i got to head down to the Sugar Bowl, see what that's all about. Have and, fun. Uh, Take will, care man. of yourself down there. Good Happy talking new to year. you, Brian. Happy New yes, Year sir. to you. We'll be right back.
The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Callaway's after Christmas sale starts now. Final markdown. All Christmas 50% off. No exclusions. Permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful from trees, shrubs, color plants, and pine straw to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Our landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Callaway's after Christmas sale starts now. Final markdown. All Christmas, 50% off. No exclusions. Permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. All 50% off. No exclusions. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is. Callaway's is. Everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This is the opening agri-market report. At the open of the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was up 198 to 112.03. May cotton was up 161 to 109.65. Open of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were down six and three quarters to 1361 and a quarter bushel. May soybeans were down five and a half to 1370 per bushel. March corn was up a quarter to 605 per bushel. May corn was down a half to 606 per bushel. At the mercantile, February live cattle was up 150 to 14090. April live cattle was up 122. 145.17. March feeders up 235 to 167.57. April feeders up 210 to 170.62. And at the open, the Dow Jones up 75 points, 36,473. I'm Dixon Williams. That's the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Overlook Farms. Hello, sir. Do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month? A minute? I've got hours. What? Because Ingenia Herbicide from BASF has the lowest use rate, I covered more soybean acres more efficiently. If now's not a good time... Thanks to Ingenia Herbicide, I've got plenty of time. What flavors you got? Oh, we've got barbecue, jalapeno... Ingenia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Every application of Ingenia Herbicide requires the use of a pH-buffering adjuvant. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. So we were just talking about the uh, Mississippi State game. There was a question on the ceasefire text line. What were the reasons uh, for so many regular players not being available? And there, there's a multitude of reasons, uh, depending on the player. Yeah, uh, you had a handful. Oh, not a handful. It was just a few of them opt out to... Uh, prevent or to reduce the risk of injury before the draft for the NFL. Two, I think. Yeah, I think that was two two O-linemen that are projected to go pretty high and make a whole bunch of money doing uh, what they love. So, yep. hey, yep. more power to them. But uh, the rest of them, I believe, were due to either COVID positive tests, close contact without a negative test, or I think there was one for disciplinary reasons. But it wasn't a starter. Wide receiver Malik Heath, it was reported, was involved in a car accident. Yeah, that was and one unavailable. that was missing. Uh, he, uh, they, they didn't expect him to play. But uh, that was one that was scary because of the lack of information that came out after the car accident. But uh, he's out of the hospital and on the road to recovery. Right. Now, there were a couple of players that were back, were available, who were injured in the Auburn game. Um, Christian Ford and Rara Thomas. I'm not sure what positions they played, honestly. So, uh, anyhow, these the bowl games, they've kind of set up to be rather interesting between the opt-outs and the, this year with the COVID stuff. You already know about Texas A&M bowing out of their appearance in the Gator Bowl, being replaced by Rutgers. Which uh, when I when I was working up there, they called the University of New Jersey Rutgers, for what that's worth. Uh, so yeah, weird weird deal. Let's see. Mike in Gulfport says also a good linebacker transferred to Michigan State. Okay. Yeah. So I think the the moral of the story is you don't know what to expect. It's I think uh, the moral of the story is State should quit playing in Memphis. <laughs> that's two bad games in one season. That's true. I didn't think about that. You know what was weird, though, was the seeing the camera pan across the crowd in the stands, folks in shorts and short sleeve shirts, when normally it's a rather frigid environment for the Liberty Bowl. Oh, yeah. I went to the uh, Liberty Bowl when it was Coach Croom's Mississippi State team taking on, I forget the guy's name, but he was he was trying to break Barry Sanders' single-season rushing record, and he didn't get it thanks to the state's defense. Yeah. 
But uh, that was a low-scoring game, and it was a low temperature. Uh, that was back in the days of the digital camera, before you had the really nice camera on your phone. And my digital camera froze. The battery got so cold, it would not turn on. <laughs> That's weird. Your digital camera froze. Huh. Yeah, I don't hear that every day. I will say that one of the scenes that I think I found rather heartwarming last night, I don't know if you caught it, it was at the end of the game, but it was the head coach, the Texas Tech head coach, that um, really had the, the most emotional embrace, embrace on the field with an assistant coach, Texas Tech assistant coach. Now, normally, this just wouldn't be anything. Because the head coach is a white guy and this assistant coach is a black guy. But they embraced and separated and embraced again and high five. And you could just see the look in their eyes, the expressions on their faces, the jubilation, jubilation they felt, and the celebration and respect for each other they felt. Again, we shouldn't even make a big deal out of this. And I know you say it, well, you are right now, Gerard. It's because all we ever hear day after day, is about how divided we are and the contention that exists and the resentment and the hate and that it's just all, all, all of this hyperbole that the left just drills into our head every day. You get sick of it. And this was a, just such a, a, a pointed example of Two people that are just really brothers, if you will, in the coaching profession. And race was irrelevant, which is what it should be, which is what I think it is to the vast majority of people in this country. And so I just want to point that out. If I don't know if there's video floating around of that, but uh, I, it shouldn't be a big deal, but it is. So, you think about uh, that in a, in a stadium where you've got in-racism imprinted. <laughs> that, that wasn't the case of the Liberty Bowl, but that could have just as well happened in an NFL stadium where you have that kind of stuff. There's just a lot of good people that think other people are just people. They don't see them into these buckets of black, white, and all this gender stuff. Nobody cares. Average person doesn't care. It's time for a break here. On uh, middays, when we return after the news, Colonel Stephen Maxwell, the director of the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics. And if you tell my heart, my aching brand new heart, he might blow up and kill this man. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. I'm Karen McHugh. COVID cases are on the rise again across the U.S. Yesterday, we reached the highest amount of daily cases since the beginning of the pandemic in early 2020, getting ready to enter the third year of this nightmare that's really stretched across the world. Clearly, those numbers not going in the right direction. The White House keenly aware of that situation, all the way up to the president of the United States, who is here in Wilmington, Delaware this week. Fox's David Spunt. Police in Silver Spring, Maryland, were responding to a call of shots fired overnight. The suspect's car was soon ID'd and pulled over. That's when he began firing at cops, who in turn fired back. The individual who uh, was shooting at the officers uh, was struck. 
um, and has uh, succumbed from his injuries. Montgomery County Police Chief Marcus Jones and investigations underway. America is listening to Fox News. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., sponsored by The Road, your destination for fine men's clothing. Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks, such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840, or look for us on Facebook. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi. News. In 2022, State Auditor Shad White says his office will continue to focus on criminal cases. But also on some of the, the deep research into how taxpayer money is spent and whether it's benefiting Mississippi, and, and we're thinking of creative ways to get yeah. into that question right now. And a Mississippi police officer is off the job after a video emerged of an arrest. Tom Rigotti with Fox has the story. Video shot by an onlooker shows Vicksburg police officer Eddie Colbert pressing his knee into the back of a man during an arrest Sunday. Colbert has been suspended with pay. The mayor says Colbert and the suspect John Dolly are both black. The video shows Colbert pushing Dolly down on the pavement after responding to a disturbance downtown. Dolly was lying on his stomach when it appeared he said something to Colbert. That's when Colbert knelt on Dolly's back. Dolly is charged with disturbing the peace and disorderly conduct. Colbert has not been charged. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Y'all listen up. Have you seen all the litter on the sides of our roads? We need to all do our part to fight litter. Put trash in its proper place and make sure items in your truck beds are secure. Remember, trash blows. Secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road, secure your load. Why is agriculture so important to the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation? Well, one out of every four jobs in our state depends on agriculture, and it's a $7.35 billion industry for our state. That's a billion with a B. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. The National Weather Service is reporting record-breaking temperatures at four different airports Tuesday. It was 80 degrees at the Vicksburg-Tallulah Airport, where the previous record of 78 was set in 1988. 81 degrees in Greenwood. The previous record was 75. That was set in 2015. It was 79 in Meridian. The previous record of 77 was set in 2016. And it was also 79 in Jackson, beating the record high of 77 set in 2015. 
And depression and anxiety are on the rise, according to Mississippi psychiatrist Dr. Catherine Panel. She said healthy coping mechanisms are critical. We've seen um, a, a lot more substance abuse, the increased rates of overdose. So you have to stay away things that are from things that are negative to cope and really rely on family um, and, and your support system. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every afternoon at 5 o'clock for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, the Get Holiday Ready sales event is happening now. Visit your local Ford dealer and get the best offers on Ford SUVs and Ford F-Series trucks. America's best-selling trucks, 44 years running. Right now is the best time to buy with inventory arriving daily. Get your season started off right during the Get Holiday Ready sales event going on now at your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. back hour two midday super talk mississippi gerard and rhino in the super talk studios on this hump day last one of 2021 we are headed rapidly into a new year we hope everyone has a safe happy and healthy new year of course but joining us now in the studio colonel stephen maxwell the director of the mississippi bureau of narcotics morning colonel thanks for joining us today sir Thank you, sir. Thank you for having us. You bet. So, um, uh, start, uh, Colonel, if you don't mind, a little bit about uh, your background and how you ended up at the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics. How long you been there? Okay. Well, I've been with the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics for uh, for 27 years, wow. and I'm a lifelong resident of the state of Mississippi. Uh, graduated from Stone County High uh, in, in Stone County, Mississippi, and I've uh, just been very blessed and fortunate to uh, work with the men and women in law enforcement throughout our throughout our state. And um, was very fortunate to be uh, appointed by Governor Reeves and uh, Commissioner Tyndall to this position. And working with the men and women of the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics has been an extremely blessing for me. It's been very fulfilling, and we're very proud of the work that we do for the people of the state of Mississippi. Yeah, well, appreciate that. Thanks for that background. So one of the things that uh, I think a lot of people are very much aware of that seems to be all over the news is this fentanyl stuff. What What's going on? I haven't heard a lot about that uh, as it relates to the state of Mississippi, but uh, it's here, right? Yes, sir. Well, you know, of course, fentanyl is a very powerful opioid uh, approved by the FDA uh, specifically for the treatment of pain and also used as an analgesic and an anesthetic. 
And what we have right now going on in communities across the state of Mississippi is that illicit fentanyl is extremely prevalent. It has pretty much permeated the drug culture. It is a synthetic drug that cartels find uh, much easier to make, and they can decrease uh, you know, their manufacturing costs because they don't have to cultivate a plant, okay. such as the coca plant for uh, cocaine and the poppy plant for heroin. All you need is the chemicals to produce this synthetic drug, and you can transport smaller amounts and then convert it into much larger amounts of drugs for retail because of its potency. It is up to uh, 50 uh, times more potent uh, than heroin and 100 times more potent than morphine. Wow. Is, is, it, uh, is it a drug that's sought by drug addicts that are also uh, using other drugs? Is this kind of a progression to fentanyl? How does that work? So what we're experiencing right now really is a tectonic shift in the drug culture, um, where in the past, uh, people that, that use drugs recreationally, people that abuse drugs and that were addicted to drugs, it was you know, primarily cocaine uh, and various and sundry uh, other drugs, but the synthetic drug market uh, has really come online and it's really taken hold. One, because the cartels are pushing it due to the fact that it broadens their, their profit margin. And um, fentanyl and its analogs are so much more potent and have a greater addictive propensity hmm. uh, than drugs that we've seen being used before. And so, you know, once you get on that addictive track, mm -hmm. you do uh, continue to seek uh, the next high, and you want it to be higher than the previous one. And unfortunately, we do have uh, individuals who are battling substance use disorders, who are addicted to drugs, that do actually seek out fentanyl. Hmm. So they seek it out. Yeah, wow. so, so uh, the, the mindset is, is that when you hear that someone, unfortunately, has overdosed, and even if they've died as a result of an overdose, um, an addicted person thinks, well, that person has got, quote-unquote, the good stuff. I got you. And they actually seek out that dealer to purchase from he or she. And we have seen uh, individuals overdosed and they may have been uh, revived as a result of the you know deployment of Narcan and then they'll go right back again yeah. uh, and use the remainder of that drug huh interesting so is it is it true or is there any anything to the fact or not the fact but the possibility that as uh, drug addicts move to fentanyl, they stop using other drugs? So is there like a de decline of one uh, drug, such as heroin and cocaine, but an increase of fentanyl? Is, is there a relationship there? Well, so your goal is to get high, and um, uh, you're seeking that high. And, okay. and many drug users uh, use whatever they can get their hands on. Okay. And unfortunately, you, you're in this thought process and, and, and this mindset that, uh, you know, it's kind of like what, what Benjamin Franklin said, that, you know, if, if you do tomorrow what you do today, you'll get the same results tomorrow. And that's what they're doing every single day and getting the same results. So what is the uh, Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics? How, how are you guys fighting this? Well, our goal is to, one, raise the awareness of, of the public, to let them know that uh, fentanyl is, is, is prevalent. It's prevalent. Right. It's, it's, it's being used as a lace, uh, a cut, and sold as a counterfeit drug. And so a lot of the mm -hmm. pills that are being sold in the illicit market right now, they're not pharmaceutical grade. They're actually fentanyl and methamphetamine that's been pressed, cut, 
colored and scored and being sold under the moniker of a pharmaceutical drug. Mm-hmm. We want to educate the public uh, and encourage them to exercise a greater degree of prudent judgment. If you are going to use something for pain, if you're going to use something for relief, make sure that it's something that you acquisition from a pharmacist by way of having gone and visited your doctor and obtained a prescription. You know, we don't want to go see Bubba, Ray Ray, Homer, you know, or anyone like that that's not a licensed registered, trained physician or pharmacist, and who knows what they're doing. Uh, interesting. So then is it is it possible then that folks think they're buying a particular pharmaceutical, but in actuality they're, this is what they're buying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Many people think that when they purchase pills outside of a, of a pharmacy setting, uh, unfortunately, that they are buying, you know, Lortab, yeah. uh, you know, oxycodone, oxymorphone, so forth and so on. But they're literally buying fentanyl and or methamphetamine that's been lace cut, colored and scored oh, gotcha. uh, and sold under, under that moniker. When we looked at the uh, overdose deaths that occurred in our state last year, which was 529, when we looked at the toxicology reports, the most prevalent drug in those overdose deaths uh, was fentanyl. Second to that was methamphetamine, and then various and sundry other drugs. Hmm. Interesting, I see. Uh, is this, uh, it, it appears, at least the way the, the national news reports, that, that most of the fentanyl is it routed into this country uh, through the Mexican border. Is that true? Yes, sir. So, uh, the again, the Mexican drug cartels who control the trafficking routes into this country on the on the south and southwest border, um, you know, they have they have migrated to uh, synthetic drugs. Yeah. Uh, again, you cut you cut your manufacturing and your production costs down. Uh, your workforce is cut down, and uh, it's much more uh, easily to smuggle into the country because you can smuggle smaller amounts and and then convert it into much larger amounts oh, of retail level drugs. More profitable, essentially, Absolutely. is the bottom line. But Absolutely. it's also considerably more dangerous. It's it's much more dangerous. It's it, it, it's much more dangerous, and it, it puts a a much greater degree of the public at risk outside of those uh, who use drugs recreationally, who abuse drugs, and who are addicted to drugs. Let's say, for instance, um, if someone is is vaping, and they happen to be vaping a substance that contains fentanyl, it's aerosols, and just as you could be exposed to secondhand smoke, you could be exposed to secondhand vape, yeah. and uh, have an adverse reaction to the fentanyl that's aerosoled in the air. I see. So the MBN, uh, you have uh, officers all across the state? The yes, sir. position all across the state? Yes, sir. And so what we're doing is we've expanded our partnerships uh, beyond uh, working with uh, just law enforcement and our judicial entities. We're working with other state agencies like the Mississippi Department of Mental Health, yeah. uh, Mississippi Public Health Institute, nonprofits like First Responders of Mississippi. And uh, we're pushing out as much information possible uh, about the importance of knowing where to get help. Uh, for someone that's battling uh, not only a substance use disorder, but also issues that precipitate uh, self-medication that result in substance use disorders like mental health, um, uh, behavioral health issues, so forth and so on. I just always wonder, uh, Colonel, if if just, uh, I guess, convicting someone of the various crimes associated with, with it, with drugs, and then locking them up, incarcerating them, is that really solving the problem? Well, what I can tell you is that through these expanded partnerships, as we, as we have learned more uh, about the impact of behavioral health and mental health issues and, you know, unfortunately how, uh, you know, we or our children are, are exposed to drugs with, you know, the parents using uh, drugs before a child is, is born, is that uh, there are people who need to go to prison and they should go to prison. But then there are also people who are better suited for treatment. 
Right. And uh, and that's why you know we've expanded our partnerships and we're able to push out the information about the availability uh, for for treatment and working with the Mississippi Department of Mental Health and Mississippi Public Health Institute. So would your group work with the judicial system, the judges and so forth, to, to maybe advise them and guide them on this? Absolutely. I mean, we're in constant communication with the district attorneys throughout the state. Oftentimes, um, you know, we dialogue with judges who uh, oversee youth, uh, youth courts and who also oversee drug courts throughout the state of Mississippi. And when they ask our opinion and our, and our advice about someone, I mean, we, we provide it and, because we understand the importance of putting people sure. in a position to, to, to lead more productive lives. Yeah, that's what we want. We want them back in society and being productive. Absolutely. Bottom line. Absolutely. So, Colonel, yes, pleasure having you on today, sir. Thank you for uh, your service and the insight. And uh, please have a healthy, happy, and safe New Year. Thank you, sir. Same to you. Colonel Stephen Maxwell, the director of the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics, has been our guest here on Middays. We'll step aside for a break right here. We got Jamison Taylor from the Center for Political Renewal. He's the president there. He's coming up at 12.05. We'll be right back. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue serving Mississippians. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. 
Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. On Super Talk Mississippi. We're back midday, Super Talk Mississippi. This would be uh, my last show for the year 2021. I just wanted to also uh, just state, given that this is my last show of the year and, and uh, ends, I guess, my, my first year, almost full year, started, started doing this uh, in the studio full-time in February, but just wanted to extend a heartfelt thanks and uh, gratitude to Rhino and the Super Talk family for um, embracing me and allowing me to be part of this fantastic team and and also just to extend the same courtesy to the audience it uh, this is an opinion show and we express our opinion and I certainly uh, respect the fact that everybody doesn't agree and they let us know that sometimes and that's fine but we have fun and uh, I I am grateful to you uh, audience for uh, allowing us to be part of your day and and for continuing uh, to tune into the show. Of course, this being the the uh, end of the first year, the year in which uh, the great J.T. Williamson passed away after his uh, battle with cancer. And look, sitting in this chair and filling in for him, knowing how much he was revered and loved, is uh, something that I don't take lightly. And I think the way the Super Talk uh, organization, the Telesouth, handled the transition was uh, was appropriate and was uh, was done very well. And uh, so, also please don't forget about the Williamson family and your prayers as they uh, endure the holidays, the first holidays without uh, JT. But it, uh, I don't take the responsibility lightly. I just want to pass that on to to continue the legacy of the program and and to uh, make sure that the audience is informed and enter- entertained and continues to, to tune in and, and be part uh, of our day as we are part of yours. So appreciate that, everyone. Just want to pass that on as we approach the end of the year. 
It, uh, it's been a blast working with you two, Rhino. Looking forward to 2022. Oh, yeah. Been a lot of fun. So, um, uh, Ed, Eric, excuse me, Eric in Crystal, Crystal uh, Springs says, please have another show on the drug problems in Mississippi and fentanyl. And, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I, you guys probably know I don't do the scheduling. Rhino and I don't. Um, but I, I do think this is something that needs to be discussed more. And it, and it is, it's wide and deep. I mean, it's not, this is not a simple issue. There are so many aspects to it. I don't know that we've ever had a representative from the Bureau of Narcotics, but the colonel was was excellent. And having been there twenty I, on my on my show since I've been hosting it, Rhino and and, but the colonel obviously is excellent, and he knows the stuff. He's been there twenty seven years. There's probably nothing we could ask him that he hadn't seen, and encountered and dealt with. But he's right. This is this is an issue that uh, cannot be solved in a silo by one individual, one group, one organization, it, it touches – there's so many aspects and so many dynamics to it, I guess is the best way to describe it. It, it needs – it requires input from a variety of, um, of perspectives. And it requires a, a good bit of discernment on the part of the authorities, and a one-size-fits-all cookie-cutter approach is more than likely not the best approach for handling it and dealing with it, because you, you think about this, the the addiction to something like fentanyl. Yeah. Where, when I was working in a pharmacy, one of the things that was available through prescription is a fentanyl patch, hmm. where it's dermal. You put it on your skin, and it hmm. absorbs over time. And people were so addicted to painkillers that they would get a prescription for those patches somehow. Or they would steal them from someone who legitimately had a prescription. And instead of putting it on their skin, they would take the patch and suck it like a, like a gel candy to get all of that oh drug gosh. out as, as quickly as possible. So wow. th- this is an addiction and an illness. And just throwing them away, throwing them in jail and locking them up and throwing away the key and letting them go through withdrawal, that, that can be dangerous. It can be deadly. And it's... There's a bit of pushback on how we handle drug enforcement and those that are addicted, but I think we're headed in the right direction where we're looking at it as more of a mental illness and something that needs to be treated instead of something that needs to just be punished. Yeah, agree. And and that's, uh, I think, a point I was trying to, to make, uh, I guess, at least open up the discussion in the uh, the, the final minutes of the uh, interview, which is just locking people up, and they get right out and do the same thing all over again, we're not solving any problem. It's, it's not a deterrent. put a, a pause in an addiction. You didn't treat the addiction. Yeah, and that's assuming the stuff's not finding its way into the dead gum prisons, because they're corrupt. And I think uh, Commissioner Kane has done a fantastic job of eliminating a lot of that. And he was, he was open about that. You remember when he was hired, the, the, uh, the gang activity and the drug and paraphernalia going on. That's, that's nothing new in prisons, and that's hard to get a grip uh, around and hard to combat, because there's money involved. And... and, uh, and You've got folks that you're paying a very low wage to, uh, to serve as uh, custody officers in our prisons, and I would argue that that tends to be a bit of a motivator 
for those who want to get involved in these corrupt op- opportunities to make more money. And anyhow, it's a, it's a vicious uh, cycle for sure, but I just think it needs a lot of people at the table. It's not something that can be solved by a single dimension individual or organization. There's, there's ethical issues, there's uh, justice issues, of course, there's medical issues, there's scientific aspects of it, there's distribution. Uh, I mean, just hypothetical gosh. example. Think about the difference in how you should handle a situation involving, say, heroin. Say you have someone who has a disposable income, spends it on heroin, and has a, a an addiction to heroin, but it, it it's really only impacting them. Yeah. Do you treat them the same as somebody that's so hopped up they break into your house and steal something so they can go buy more heroin? No, you don't treat those two situations the same, but you're dealing with the same underlying issue of addiction. I think that's right. And you still have to pay the price for breaking and entering and, and the consequences of your actions, sure. but there is an underlying reason. Sure. But and it, but so I, I think the the um, the rationale is if you could solve the addiction problem so that they could be gainfully employed and not look to be spending all their money on drugs that it, that is being fueled by their addiction problem, you also solve the crime problem. It's part of it. So yeah, I agree though with uh, Eric who said we should talk about that more on the show. I'm fine with that and uh, would welcome certainly that, uh, no doubt about it. You know, I wanted to go back to a comment here from uh, Mose uh, on the ceasefire text line, and it has to do with um, with players who declare and opt out of the bowl game, say they're going to go to the draft. And, and so Mose's opinion is, I don't think players should be able to declare for the draft until the bowl games are completed. And um, so I just have to ask the question on the ceasefire text line, if they get hurt in a bowl game, lose millions of dollars, who should compensate them? He says, why should they be compensated? They would be taking the same chance they took in every single game they have already played. I don't see selecting someone that would abandon their teammates as a good draft choice. There's no I in team. And that's something that's weighed by teams in the NFL. Yeah, it absolutely that's, that's is. part of their criteria. It, uh, so I would just say this, Mose, then – it's the NCAA that permits that. So the, the rules are guided by and promulgated by the organization to which the, uh, the university or college belongs to, and that's the NCAA. So if the NCAA would come out and make such a rule, which said, I mean, I don't know how you can force somebody to play a game. I mean, what what if they just said, okay, well, I'm not opting out for the draft. I'm just not going to show and play, coach. Okay, well, you're off the team. Okay, see you. You see, the problem is, what's the stick there? I mean, unless there was some sort of clawback, maybe, of scholarship or I something think like that. Part of the problem is you have a, a, a sizable portion of the fan base that still treats bowl games the way bowl games were treated in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and even into the 90s, where you could be a winning team. You could have seven, eight wins in a season and still not get a bowl invite. Yeah. So the bowl games meant more. Like, I'm not trying to denigrate the Liberty Bowl, but if Mississippi State were playing in the Sugar Bowl or one of the playoff games, probably wouldn't have seen those two linemen opt out. Good point. There are 43 bowl games. Right. It's insane. So as an exhibition game, playing in an exhibition that doesn't really impact your team's uh, bowl eligibility or future for the next season versus 
potentially millions of dollars, that's a pretty easy decision. It's a, it's a tough one, uh, you know, and it would be ha- have to be something that you'd uh, agree to uh, as part of accepting a scholarship, and that would be in accordance with NCAA rules. Complicated matter is going to keep getting more complicated. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back. Don't forget, we got Jamison Taylor at 12.05. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and thunderstorms likely high near 78. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms as well, low around 62. For Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 75. And for your finally Friday, 40% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 74. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Take advantage of year-end savings during the Season of Inspiration sales event going on right now at Mazda of Jackson. That's right. Mazda of Jackson is giving you amazing savings to close out the year. Now, through December 31st only, get 0.9% financing on all remaining 2021s in stock. That's right. 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Not only do we have amazing savings, but we have the most incredible credit team around. They work hard to get you approved because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Get to Mazda of Jackson during the Season of Inspiration sales event. Going on now. Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. At Alliance Ag Risk Management and Southern Ag Services, we work for you. Our agents and consultants were born and raised in the same communities you work, and the agronomic and economic expertise we bring to the farm manages risk and maximizes production with the experiences many of you have shared with us over the last few decades of working together. We're committed to you, and we're thankful to be a part of your business. Let's prepare to pass it on. Alliance Ag Risk Management and Southern Ag Services, the partnership that yields. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In 2022, State Auditor Shad White says his office will continue to focus on criminal cases. But also on some of the, the deep research into how taxpayer money is spent and whether it's benefiting Mississippi, and, and we're thinking of creative ways to get yeah. into that question right now. And a Mississippi police officer is off the job after a video emerged of an arrest. 
Tom Rigotti with Fox has the story. Video shot by an onlooker shows Vicksburg police officer Eddie Colbert pressing his knee into the back of a man during an arrest Sunday. Colbert has been suspended with pay. The mayor says Colbert and the suspect John Dolly are both black. The video shows Colbert pushing Dolly down on the pavement after responding to a disturbance downtown. Dolly was lying on his stomach when it appeared he said something to Colbert. That's when Colbert knelt on Dolly's back. Dolly is charged with disturbing the peace and disorderly conduct. Colbert has not been charged. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces passing, I'm homebound. Thank you so much for joining us here on Middays, Super Talk Mississippi. So, how can we get driver's ed back in the high schools on the ceasefire tax line? I didn't know it was was eliminated. Uh, well, it's not required, I don't believe. I think it's still uh, available as an elective at most high schools, but uh, that's only if you want the, the better deal on your insurance. Okay, gotcha. And in fairness, I went through high school and graduated in 2004, but the simulator we were using was the steering wheels of a probably mid-70s Buick or Oldsmobile. Mm. And the uh, hmm. simulator readouts were never accurate. You just automatically got an A because they couldn't <laughs> calibrate it anymore. It had gotten too far off. Great inflation and driver's ed. Got it. Uh, from the 662 on the sp- Ceasefire text line, will there be a weather update? What to expect from Mississippi today? Of course, uh, Bob Sullender provides a brief weather update for the outlook for the next couple of days on our breaks. 
It's bad weather's moving through today. Supposed yeah, to be. they they just updated the uh, severe weather risk assessment, and pretty much everywhere in the Magnolia State, from top to bottom, is looking at at least a slight risk of severe weather today. Uh, the majority of it looks like it's going to be localized over northern Mississippi. Uh, you should start seeing some of the rougher stuff along the Mississippi River in the delta in about the next 30 45 minutes and it'll last about an hour and then uh from about two to four or five you're looking at the the central part of north mississippi and then you get over into northeast mississippi from anywhere from two to six tonight you've got an elevated risk but the the risk is not high it's just elevated it's a chance of flash flooding some wind gusts that could be pretty rough but nothing Nothing tornadic or super severe, as far as I can tell, but uh, you might want to keep your ear on the box just to be safe. Maybe saw that it uh, the uh, threat had been upgraded to enhanced in North Mississippi? Yes. Yeah, so uh, it's... It's looking more like it's going to get the northwestern corner of Alabama and Tennessee when okay. it really amps up this, uh, this afternoon and into tonight, but there is a chance for severe weather in parts of the Golden Triangle and northeast Mississippi later on this afternoon. So it's just your your uh, typical uh, cold front moving from northwest to southeast uh, and clashing with all this warm air that's on top of us. There's been Hopefully it'll just drop a whole bunch of rain because I'm seeing projected rain amounts anywhere up to two inches for wow. some parts of north Mississippi. Wow. Yeah. We certainly don't want any storms. We're okay with rain. We just don't want any thunderstorms and tornadic activity and stuff like that. So, but um, hopefully, and then it's going to get a little chilly. And it was supposed to be warmer through the weekend, and then really get chilly on Monday when I looked at the forecast. Yeah, it depends on where you are in the Magnolia State. But over the weekend, you could see a precipitous drop in the temperature. I mean, looking at highs on Thursday or yeah, tomorrow or Friday, somewhere around. 70 or even 80, depending on where you are. And then over the weekend, the overnight lows will be getting down in the 20s for oh, some parts. Well, that'll be fine. Chris in Madison reports on the ceasefire text line that they still have driver's ed in Madison, but it is elective. Appreciate that. I think it was elective when I was in school back in the 70s. I didn't take it, by the way. I didn't. Didn't see the need for it. I didn't. I, I mean, I took it, and we were required to go out and drive with the coach, the teacher. Yeah, uh, at least twice. And I remember only ever going out once. And the one time we went out, we swung by the coach's house. We could pick up something he forgot that morning. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it wasn't a whole lot. Too. I was already driving by the time I was taking driver's ed. It was just for the insurance rates. <laughs> when I took my my driver's test, the uh, the actual driving part of the test, not the written. Did that in South Jackson on Raymond Road. Highway Patrol had a testing center set up there. and uh, So <laughs> got in the vehicle with the trooper, Highway Patrolman. And back then you didn't have seatbelt laws. And you only had the belt around the waist. Didn't have the shoulder harness. And got in the vehicle and I asked him to put his seatbelt on. And he, he got a little bit out of shape. He, I, this is what he said. I don't wear my seatbelt when I'm giving tests. I'm thinking that's probably when you need it more than all. True story. Now, it's 1973, right? So it's a little different time. And the first thing you had to do was parallel park. And I was in one of those old Dodge Polaris sedans. It was about 40 feet wide and 80 feet 
<laughs> like um, Love Shack kind of deal, you know. But the parallel parking spot was like a football field. It, like, if you can't get it in there, you've got problems. See, by the time I was doing it, right around the 99, 2000, 2001, somewhere around there, ah, we didn't have to parallel park. No parallel parking. As a parking. part of the test, yeah. And you rarely run into that today. You know, it's it, you're usually in... I guess a downtown area oh, yeah. is where you think about it. And my father, who was a traveling salesman uh, when I was younger, of course, he to carry all his samples, his clothing samples, in his trunk, because that's what he sold, he always had a, a, a big sedan Cadillac. It's the only thing you could get all that stuff in the trunk. Didn't have our vans and stuff like they do today, RVs and stuff. So, uh, But, gosh, he'd go to these small towns. And he could parallel park, and he would find a spot that was close, and it would be so small, and I'd say, no way. And he would do it and never look backwards. He would do it from the mirrors. Now, I should point out, my father was a helmsman in the Navy, so he had pretty good training on how to navigate big vehicles and vessels. So that was always the like, He had good spatial there. awareness. Yeah. You're going to park there? No way. Two, two moves, you know, zip in there. Good grief. Anyhow, we're digressing a little bit. Bowen Indianola says, I'm in hot springs getting hammered with the rain. I think that's what's headed this way, right? So we'll stay safe up there, uh, Bo. Fingers crossed the wind don't pick up and the hail don't start falling and we don't have any tornadoes. We just get a good gully washer with some gusts and it gets on out of here. Absolutely. Now some cars will park themselves on the ceasefire oh, yeah. tax line. That's absolutely right. And we'll, we're headed to a point where all of them will. And that's uh, a lot of artificial intelligence, by the way, that is embedded in those systems. Now, that being said, there are countless videos going around social media of cars doing things that they, they're just not, not they, right. they can't do it right it's but, all cgi it's good cgi but yeah. it's cgi that's right we had a 1987 caprice classic as a driver's education car at uh i guess it's madison central high school mchs in 1997 a not a 10 year old vehicle how about that yeah the way cars are advancing so rapidly and because uh, there's more systems in them, and they and they have more protective systems built into, which is a good thing. Yeah, you would think you would want a more current vehicle, I guess. For that, of course, it depends on what you're going to drive on a regular basis. There could be a, a tremendous difference between the the your everyday vehicle and the one that you learned back in the old days. It wasn't so much. It was either a straight or a or a um, Automatic, you know, a stick shift or an automatic. That was the main difference to learn how to operate a, a you go clutch. far enough back. It's where is the shifter on the column or on the floor? Yeah, that, because it, it was all manual shift. Back Unless then. you had one of those fancy push button transmissions. I think it was American Motors that made the Rambler. Those transmissions were always broken, <laughs> pushing the buttons, doing all that. Um, so, uh, yeah, Adam and Baldwin says, could use some heavy rain. My mail truck needs a bath. I hear you. I hear you. Um, thank you for the weather update, uh, Rhino, says Charlie from Hickory Flat. You don't scare me as bad as those weathermen. <laughs> Golly. Yeah. Um, let's see. The payout for the Liberty Bowl was $4.7 million, with the winner getting the higher amount. So Mississippi State... Lost a lot of money. That's from Terry and Bogachetta. 
That's the interesting. SEC is not doing too hot in the bowl games this year. Oh, and four thus far, correct? Auburn got beat by Houston. It was Missouri got beat by Army and Florida by Central Florida. Missouri, I think, is the only one that nobody really feels bad about. Why is that? Because the, the Missouri kicker made a field goal and then saluted the field goal kind of sarcastically, and then That's they dumb. got beat That's on dumb. the last-minute field goal. That wasn't smart. Uh, so, on the C Spire text line, Skip and Purvis informs that the powdered donuts for my wife, he picked up on that the other day I was when I was talking about the supply chain shortages, having a hard time finding little Debbie's powdered donuts my wife enjoys. Uh, says the Walmart bakery brand is a really good product, about 30 or so per container for 238. Wow, appreciate that, Skip. Uh, thank you. Have to look into that. Speaking of supply chain shortages, I decided I was going to buy a new golf bag. Mine is about 10 years old. I was going to upgrade my, I have a kickstand bag, a walking bag that I use on a push cart for exercise. So I found one I like, and you get the Rodney Dangerfield model with the radio in, <laughs> and the draft beer spout that comes up. Uh, I, so I find one I like, and talking to the the uh, pro at the shop says, "I'm oh, sure, Gerard, get that for you. It'd be March." Can't can't get it. Okay, then I, I left. What, the, what about that one over there? <laughs> I left the golf course, and I went to the post office to buy some stamps, and there ain't no stamps in the stamp machines. There's supply chain shortage of stamps. Weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just a coincidence. Time for a break right here. we got to talk about the uh, new CDC's reporting on the Omicron cases through the roof. Stay with us. I'm not worried. I'm happy. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, everyone. This is Dave Logan, General Manager, Cannon Neeson of Jackson. Holiday savings continue during the Nissan year-end sales event. This year-end event is the perfect time to buy your next Nissan with significant savings off MSRP. This is a great time to get your vehicle serviced for holiday travel. Cannon Nissan Service Department is open six days a week and no appointment is needed. 2021 and 2022 models are on the ground at Cannon Nissan of Jackson. And we have your favorites like Nissan Rogue and Nissan Murano. Call now for best selection. We have over 700 pre-owned vehicles available in all makes and models. Payments start at $199 per month on pre-owned units for qualified buyers. No credit, no problem. Call today, ride tomorrow. You still have time to save on your favorite Nissans during the Nissan year-end sales event. Merry Christmas from all of us at Cannon Nissan of Jackson. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. I want to thank all of you who supported us through prayer and with donations this past year. You matter. Your support says you care to people who need a good meal, who seek freedom from addiction, who need hope. And from all of us at Gateway Rescue Mission to all of you, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. We're continuing our talk with Jim Scherzer of Syngenta about what to look out for in 2022. We're going to have to be agile. We're positioned to help farmers do that with our retail partners, whether it's trait choice in soybeans, whether you're looking at an ExtendFlex or an E3 platform. We've got our exclusive genetics in either one of those trait platforms based on the weed spectrum and the herbicide that you have available. On the corn side, we've got traits that go in with some high-performing genetics. We've, we launched a field forage series last year, putting these hybrids through much more of a rigorous test to make sure that we're putting those right products on the right farm. What's affecting us right now is weather, right? So up in the Dakotas, they had a drought. Uh, so there's a little bit of a pressure on uh, soybean supply up there. In the south right now, right, we have wet weather, you know, trying to get some of these crops out of the field still. So that's impacting some things on quality potentially. So that's been our biggest challenge is Mother Nature. This is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Why join Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation if I'm not a farmer? Let's start with the valuable discounts on vehicles, travel, farm equipment, and much more, all of which would cover the cost of your membership. Throw in the insurance products, smarter banking, and agricultural advocacy, and the choice is clear. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays, back with you, Jameson Taylor, president uh, for the Center for Political Renewal, is going to join us at 12.05. So, before we went to break there, the CDC is reporting, the, that's where the cases are reported, the uh, COVID cases, and says now Omicron accounts for 58.6% of cases for the week that ended with Christmas, December 25th. But what was astonishing is that yesterday the United States logged its highest single-day total of new COVID cases, 441,000, and that surpasses the previous record of 150,000. I found some data uh, Rhino on the Department of Health website, I, I think I got this right, that that shows that in, in terms of the differentiation of variants in the cases in Mississippi the, for the week that ended 
actually for between October and December, it's still showing December 25th, still showing 12.5% of those cases being identified as Omicron with 87.5 as Delta. Now, I don't know how inclusive that is of all the cases, and our good friend Jeff Smith just sent a message, says new COVID numbers today are 3594 deaths 19. You know, the experts are predicting that within the next couple of weeks, the scientific experts, we're going to likely see a day where we'll hit a million cases nationwide. And I I think this is just due to the uh, hyper-contagious aspect of the Omicron variant, which is rapidly becoming the dominant variant. So in Mississippi, we're at 12% is what Omicron represents of the cases reported nationwide, however, uh, it's 58%. So that that would seem to indicate that in terms of cases, that we're going to see cases trend significantly upward on an upward trajectory, not only in the country, but here in Mississippi, as we seem to be lagging with respect to the spread of the more contagious Omicron variant. But again, as we've said here on the show before, seems like we're focusing on the wrong metric now. That the metric should be hospitalizations, serious illness, death, and that perhaps we should welcome the fact that this less virulent, less pathogenic, pathogenic um, variant here in Omicron, it seems to be sort of burning out the Delta variant, which is far more serious in nature and more likely to cause a uh, one who is infected to end up in the hospital and, and certainly, as well, more likely to, to die from the disease. So this should be welcome, uh, I think. And, and this is expected. Uh, it seems like in the early days, Rhino, all the scientists were saying that, yeah, this is typically the, the progression of these, these variants of uh, of a virus like this, of a respiratory virus, that they get more contagious but less potent, I guess, as time uh, continues and as variants emerge. Well, I mean, it sounds kind of silly, but put yourself in the shoes of a virus. You're trying to spread and propagate as much as possible, and that is harder to do if you kill the host. Yeah, makes sense. It's amazing how all that works to me. I mean, it's not something you think about or talk about. We've certainly had more discussion about well, I mean, it's not like it. the virus is consciously doing it. It's mutating. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just part of science, part of God's universe is, I think, one way to look at it. So, anyhow, uh, you know, unfortunately, this thing has got so politicized, become such a, a political football. The day that the CDC announces that we hit a million cases, it doesn't really matter because they focus so much on cases now. that they, They've sort of made the ground rules. There's going to be a political price to pay. You're, you're already seeing uh, some backlash coming uh, even from more traditional outlets that are aligned with the Democrats and certainly doing everything they can to protect this president from anything negative or that would be a negative reflection on his leadership, if you could call it that. But you sort of get the feeling that we're headed for higher case counts here in Mississippi. Let's just hope that 
it continues to be thus Omicron a, a less severe uh, provide or produces less severe disease, and folks don't have to go to the hospital, don't get seriously ill, and that doesn't become a problem. But we start to achieve this natural herd immunity, and combine that with vaccination immunity, and we get past and over this thing, which is what we all want. So appropriate uh, music there. That's what we want the coronavirus to do is goodbye. We're going to take a break right here with Super Talk News and Fox News coming up next. Jamison Taylor. The president of the Center for Political Renewal joins us next. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Jared McHugh. At today's White House COVID briefing, Dr. Anthony Fauci said that early data suggests that the Omicron variant of the virus will have a lower hospitalization to case ratio than earlier variants have had. However, he added, it is conceivable that in the future we might need a second booster shot to fight the coronavirus. Minimum wage hikes are set to go into effect in dozens of states. We are going to see price hikes or wage hikes at $17.64 in West Hollywood. That's going to be the highest in the nation starting January 1st. And over the next 18 months, you're going to see that trickle down to other businesses. Um, and that's going to be a 45% increase by the end of 18 months. They're also going to be adding over a month of paid time off. This isn't just a Southern California trend, though. This is happening across the nation. We're seeing wage hikes in 26 states. Fox's Kelly O'Grady. America is listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. This is Beth with the range by Jimmy Primo's here in Godstadt. My daddy is on a deer hunt, so I decided to sneak in some extra sales to help you finish your Christmas list. Don't tell daddy, but you can get a 20% discount on any annual membership or purchase a monthly membership and receive two boxes of ammo free. Purchase any farm class and get up to 20% off. Don't miss out. And that's what Daddy gets for going deer hunting. I'm Andy Davis and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tindall says his number one focus this legislative session will be a pay raise for law enforcement. Salaries are going up. It's harder and harder for these officers to uh, make a living, especially when they're just starting out on, on the starting salary. Some some departments in northeast Mississippi, northwest Mississippi, uh, are starting their officers at around 50000 He says their goal is to get law enforcement salaries up to a comparable amount. And the Pontotoc Police Department is mourning the loss of one of their own. According to the Daily Journal, Sergeant Jeff Turner passed away Monday afternoon from COVID-19. Visitation will be held from 5 to 8 Thursday and from noon to 2 Friday at Longview Baptist Church. The funeral service will begin at 2 on Friday. 
For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. What is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation's Child Saver Program? Well, sadly, car accidents are the leading cause of death for children under five. Mississippi law requires children under the age of four to be protected by child passenger restraint devices and children under the age of seven in a booster seat. With the Child Saver Program, Farm Bureau provides members the chance to order car and booster seats at a discount. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Tuesday night, Mississippi State fell to Texas Tech 34-7 in the 63rd AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Bulldog quarterback Will Rogers went 32-53 of for 290 yards, had one touchdown and one interception. Mississippi State 7-6 finishes the 2021 season fourth in the SEC West. And Texas is now the seventh state to declare they will not impose a vaccine mandate on members of their National Guard. Governor Tate Reeves and several others sent Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin a letter December 14th telling him that setting punishments for Guard members that refuse to take the shot is beyond his constitutional and statutory authority. The Pentagon continues to state the vaccine is a valid military readiness requirement and remains so. And due to COVID issues within the Florida men's basketball program, Today's Ole Miss men's basketball SEC season opener against the Gators has been postponed. A makeup date has not been scheduled. I'm Andy Davis. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Get ready. Get ready. To go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi back on the air. 
Rolling into hour three of the show today, and joining us now in the studio, Jameson Taylor, the president of the Center for Political Renewal. Thanks for joining us today, Jameson. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on the show, Gerard. You bet. So, what about 2021? It was a, a fascinating year, to say the least. Uh, there were some things that we hoped to get done, didn't. Some things we did get done on the policy front. And now we've got uh, 2022 in uh, in the windshield as we head in that direction. So your uh, your summary, I guess, of 2021, what you liked and what you uh, thought we missed out on. Well, you know, I think I might be becoming more cynical, so I'm trying to uh, work against that with the new year coming. Yeah. And so as I thought about 2021, the, the first thing that I was tempted to say was that it was a wasted opportunity in particular for Republicans. And as I thought about that some more, I decided that would not be fair. I think that uh, as we look back at 2021, uh, we had a major hangover from the 2020 presidential election as well as from COVID. And we're still kind of suffering from both of those in a certain respect, but especially COVID. And so I think it was a year to press the reset button for Mississippi lawmakers and to kind of wait and see what is Washington going to do, what's going to happen with COVID. Um, and so I can kind of give them a little bit of a pass for 2021. And that doesn't mean that nothing happened in the legislative session. Uh, we did see the Mississippi legislature basically, they did two things that I'll give them credit for, and then they did not do two things that uh, we should discuss. So the first thing they did, they passed the Fairness Act, which is to protect women's sports from uh, transgender males. And I still don't really know the right word. I mean, I'm, I have a PhD, but I still can't keep all this straight. Like, is it, I don't know, literally, is a transgender male a male who's a female or a female who's a male. Anyway, so we the legislature <laughs> became the second state in the country to protect women's sports from that trend. Uh, and hats mm -hmm. off to the governor for signing that legislation in spite of an immense amount of pressure. And the second thing le the legislature did was they passed an innovative occupational licensing reform. And that's not a driver's license reform. When I talk about occupational licensing, that means basically a license that you need to work for for instance, to be an electrician yep. or a plumber or what have you. Uh, we basically made it easier for folks that have a license in another state to move to Mississippi and start to work as soon as possible. We were about the 10th state in the country to do that. That's a great reform. Any reforms that Mississippi passes to get people back to work are good because we have the second lowest labor force participation rate in the country. Right Now, two things that they did not do, which we're all aware of. They did not pass a tax cut bill. They did not eliminate the income tax. Uh, they had a lot of conversations toward that end. And, you know, last time they did this, they passed the largest tax cut in state history. This is when uh, Philip Gunn was speaker and Tate Reeves was the lieutenant governor. I think it was... Was that 2016 or 18 or so? Yeah. It took two years to do that, so that's fine. We had a lot of conversation about it in 2021. I think looking to 2022, it's time for something to happen. Now, the other thing that they did not do that we're also all aware of is they did not pass a marijuana legalization bill. Now, you know, that's a strange thing to kind of watch because as I was watching that unfold, I saw that there was a lot of energy behind that bill, especially in the Senate. And this was before the state Supreme Court had struck down the initiative process. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that little cynical part of me uh, 
kind of wondered, why is there so much energy behind this? Is there an expectation that the court is going to strike that down? Well, lo and behold, that happened. And so uh, obviously uh, that's going to be on the agenda going into 2022. But I think the, the bigger picture is this. Going into 2022, the Republicans don't have any excuses. This has to be a big year for them. Uh, and I'm you know I'm no longer with the Mississippi Center for Public Policy, so I'm taking off my nonpartisan hat, and I'm going to talk about, I'm going to use words like Republican and Democrat when I'm on the show today, which I typically uh, don't use. But I think looking kind of just in an objective way as to the Republicans have power, they have super majorities, at least in the House, and voters are expecting them to do something. So I think that 2022 has to be a big year for Republicans in Mississippi. No excuses. Now, at the same time, what I see is that the Democrats are setting the agenda and the Republicans are complaining about that and they maybe might do something to push back against that. But I'm seeing that the Democrats seem to me, it looks to me like they have the keys to the car and that they are driving the agenda. Uh, and if, you know, I can talk about basically five ways in which that they're doing that if you, wanna, if you want me to delve into that. Hmm. Well, yeah. G- give a give an example of how you think the Democrats are setting the agenda there. That's interesting. Yeah. So first way, first first one out of five, passing any kind of initiative process. If we look at the initiative process and you look at this nationwide, most of the states east of the Mississippi don't have an initiative process at all. Yeah. Now, why is that? It's because they're older states. They're more informed by the principles of a constitutional republic. The initiative process is a progressive, liberal idea. There are only two southern states that have an initiative process, Florida and Arkansas. And those states have moved to tighten up that process quite a bit, for instance, requiring things like a supermajority, not allowing uh, things like pay per signature, which, which leads to a lot of abuses. They've tightened up that, that initiative process because they recognize that this is a very problematic idea. Uh, one, it's the left is using it to go around Republican legislatures all around the country. And what are they doing? They're putting out ideas like ranked choice voting, which is a horrible idea. What happens with ranked choice voting is this. You know, you might, you might vote for... Um, Donald Trump for president, number one. You might vote for Biden, number two. And then Bernie Sanders, number three. Just on a, you know, just as a whim because, hey, I like Bernie. He's a nice guy. So I'll give him the three vote. Well, what happens with ranked choice voting is somehow that number three guy ends up winning. And the left, especially the far left, the hard left, benefits from this type of reform. These are the types of things that you're going to see on your ballot initiative process. You're seeing this around the country. Also things like Medicaid expansion, uh, also things like uh, felon voting, uh, just a variety of things that are aimed at going around the legislature. Mississippi passed their own initiative process in 1992. It's not like it's hundred it's hundreds of years old. It's fairly recent, and it was passed by a Democrat legislature. Hmm. It's a bad idea. Republicans shouldn't they shouldn't bring back the initiative process. They should thank the state Supreme Court for striking it down and let things lie. Hmm. The second thing, Medicaid expansion. 
Why are we even having a conversation about Medicaid expansion when we have the Republican trifecta here in Mississippi? And in fact, any kind of welfare expansion. We saw last year, for instance, that Republicans moved to increase cash welfare. Now, people are going to say, Jameson, why do you hate welfare? It's not that I hate welfare. I think welfare should be channeled and targeted to help people that are the most vulnerable, to help the elderly, to uh, help mothers that are struggling to care for their children. But what welfare is right now is it's it's so large, it's being extended to able-bodied working-age adults. Yeah. And when that happens, it destroys families. It encourages, for instance, young men in particular not to work. Welfare policy, when it's done like that, is an anti-family policy and an yeah. anti-prosperity policy. When we talk about reforming welfare, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit. For instance, uh, unemployment fraud. The legislature should be looking at unemployment fraud. And what does that mean? It means getting dead people off of unemployment. We have billions and billions of dollars of, of unemployment fraud all around the country. We have, we've, it's already been uncovered. You know, these 300 Ni- billion I mean, nationwide. Yeah, these Nigerian rings that are, that are stealing unemployment benefits. Yep. yep. The legislature could do some really simple things to reform that. They could require more frequent checking so that people don't end up on your unemployment rolls month after month after month. This is something that Louisiana recently did. When I talk about checking, what I'm talking about is, is this person alive? Uh, is this person, does this person live in our state? Really easy things to check. Yep. We need to do that more frequently and reform our unemployment system. Another thing, marijuana legalization. Now, where Me- you stand, Medical marijuana. Not, well, I'm just going to talk about okay, marijuana. So ahead. wherever you stand on marijuana, it's not a conservative issue. Now, granted, it's a libertarian issue, it's a Democrat issue, whatever. But when I look at all the bad blood that's been spilt over the last couple of years on the marijuana issue, it's essentially, essentially a priority for Republicans right now in our state. I think that's sad. I think it is a wasted opportunity. Hmm. You know, whether we legalize <clears throat> marijuana or not, I think that all the energy that's gone behind that is misplaced. And I think that Republican voters in particular are expecting more from the folks that they elected. Hmm. It's no doubt it's a very contentious issue that to a great extent has divided the party itself. Uh, I totally agree with you. Uh, all right, we got a break right here. You can hang around. I can. We, we got a, We got a little bit more to talk about on 21, and then we'll get to 22 and uh, get your thoughts on that. We got uh, Dr. Jamison Taylor, president of the Center for Political Renewal, in the studio. We'll be right back. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. 
Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Les England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies, ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. Don't let joint pain or a sports injury keep you down. Capital Ortho is ready with a new look, a new name, and the same great care to get you back in the game. 601-987-8200 for all your bone and joint needs. Choose Capital Ortho and get back to living your best life. Hotty toddy. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino coming at you from the Super Talk studios in the studios. Dr. Jameson Taylor, the president of the Center for Political Renewal. So you were talking in the last segment, uh, Jameson, about how the Democrats, you feel, are to a great extent driving the agenda at the Capitol, even though we have a supermajority in the House. We don't have one in the Senate? We're close to one, right? Yeah, close to one, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, we, we have the governor's mansions as well. So the, um, uh, the lawmaking um, facilities of government, if you will, are controlled by the Republican Party. But it seems odd that the other party is driving the narrative and driving the agenda. One thing that intrigued me is, 
you uh, you seem to express your opposition, and don't want to speak for you, but if I heard this right, your opposition uh, to a uh, mechanism that would allow citizens to properly uh, post a, a ballot measure on a ballot so the citizens can vote for it, that would amend our Constitution, which is in a court. Of course, we can't do anything now because the Supreme Court says we got a we got an inconsistency there that uh, was the cause for striking down the medical marijuana ballot measure. So tell us your thoughts on that, why you oppose the citizens having uh, available to them the opportunity to gather signatures, get a, a measure on the ballot, let the citizens vote on it, and in this case amend the Constitution, or perhaps even some uh, support uh, making statute, amending or establishing statute. Yeah, and I'll preface my remarks by saying that um, you'd be hard-pressed to find uh, a bigger advocate for transparency here in Mississippi than myself, and I've worked on quite a, quite a few transparency bills over the years. You'd be hard-pressed to find uh, a better advocate who wants fair voting uh, and wants to have people have access and wants them to have robust participation in the democratic process. And those are the reasons why I oppose the initiative process. It does not lend itself to transparency. Instead, what it lends itself to is uh, big money donors, in particular out-of-state donors like a Bloomberg, coming in and foisting their agenda on other states, in particular smaller states like Mississippi. We have seen this over and over again around the country. The other problem with the initiative process is that it is very difficult to do correctly. It's very difficult to make sure that, for instance, a ballot initiative is supported by people all around the state as opposed to, for instance, maybe just your major urban areas where some out-of-state donor has put a lot of money into that urban area. And we haven't even talked about, for instance, the election reforms that Mississippi needs to pass, and that should be a priority for Republicans in 2022. But one of those donors is Mark Zuckerberg, who put $400 million into elections all around the country. But there are a number of problems that come up in trying to do the initiative process right. And I say the legislature should press the pause button and they shouldn't reinstitute this. They certainly should not be in any hurry to do this. And in fact, there's precedent for this. Mississippi had an initiative process, I think, um, in place in 1912. And our state Supreme Court, if if my memory serves me correctly, struck it down. And so for 70 years, we didn't have maybe 70, 80 years or so until 1992. We didn't, maybe it was 1922, the court struck it down. For 70 years, we didn't have an initiative process. Now, we got it back in 1992. It's a bad idea. Before 1992, it's a bad idea now. We got it back. Uh, And here's the the thing. If voters really want, want something... Elect the lawmakers that you want to represent you. Go to the Capitol, lobby for what you want, and get it done. That's how that's how legislation gets passed. I've been struck by how accessible the Mississippi Capitol is, how accessible and how open our lawmakers are. Even folks that disagree with you, I would agree they're with willing you to sit down, have a conversation in the hallway, you know, grab a cup of coffee. We have direct democracy already. 
It entails going to the Capitol, talking to your lawmaker, or better yet, in your community, most lawmakers are happy to sit down with constituents and talk to them about their concerns. So we have an incredible amount of openness already. I think the initiative process does not lend itself to that kind of openness, and instead it lends itself to being hijacked by the left. Yeah. Interesting perspective. We've got comments on the ceasefire text line. Uh, It seems like most people... Uh, dissent with your view on that. You're probably not surprised about no, that. No, I'm not. And, you know, I haven't even gotten to, to uh, <laughs> agenda item four and five of the five ways that I think Democrats are Please. poised to hijack the 2022 session. By the time I get through four and five, I think you'll have even more uh, text on the line. So, okay. uh, number four, teacher pay raise. Why are Republicans falling over themselves to give teachers another pay raise? We've had three pay raises since 2014. I bet a lot of workers here in Mississippi who work in the private sector have not had similar pay raises. I mean, isn't there something else that we could do to improve education here in Mississippi as opposed to doing the same old thing that's been tried over and over again, which we know does not lead to better outcomes in the classroom? Try something new, okay? That's number four. And number five, this is going to surprise people, critical race theory. I think it's dumb that Republican lawmakers are pushing a ban on critical race theory. Now, I oppose critical race theory. I oppose it because I think it's a it's a core tenet of essentially communism, socialism. Critical race theory is based upon a lie. It's it's prejudicial and discriminatory. But I don't think that we can really ban it in the classroom. It's like saying we're going to ban the color yellow in the classroom. Okay, well, people aren't going to use the the word yellow in the classroom anymore, but they're still going to have that same content. And I think by banning critical race theory, you're really kind of doing nothing, making people feel better. And in that way, it also is falling into the Democrats' agenda because they can complain about it and rail against it, knowing that at the end of the day, banning critical race theory will have done nothing to stop their agenda in classrooms in America's public educational system. So if I'm a Democrat going into 2022, I am feeling pretty good because Republicans are doing my work for me. Now, If we have time, I can give you five things that I think the Republicans should do instead. Okay, go. So, got about four minutes. Yeah, four minutes. Now I'm going to preface this by saying this I think Republicans have lost their base. And I'm going to kind of condense this to say the prettiest girl in school is going to the prom with the Republicans, and they think, you know, they think that they're her man of her dreams. It's not true. She just doesn't have anything better to do. Republican voters, in particular, their base, they're tired, they're ambivalent, and they're skeptical, and Republicans need to do something to recapture their base in particular. Hmm. So I'm going to go through this real quick since I have, you know, three minutes left by now. Number one, I mentioned this briefly, but reform the voting process. One reason Republicans are tired and ambivalent and skeptical is because they don't trust the vote anymore. They don't think that their vote counts, that their vote matters. We need to do some things uh, to reform the voting process here in Mississippi, things like what other states have done, like Georgia and Texas. Number two, let's get people back to work. Here's something that most people don't know. When Republicans get on welfare, they vote Democrat. So if you want to keep kind of uh, creating the base for your opposition, 
keep allowing people to stay on welfare. The best thing that we can do is additional reforms to our welfare system to encourage people to get back to work. Uh, number three, in addition to encouraging people to get back to work, give students the skills that they need to get a good job. For instance, you have other states that are using the dual credit, their dual credit programs in particular, to get high school kids excited about work opportunities. There's a program that lawmakers are looking at for 2022 called the Accelerate Mississippi Scholarship Program. That's something that's going to increase high school graduation rates, but also college enrollment rates and uh, career tech. That's something concrete that lawmakers can do now. Hmm. And number four, I talked about the income tax. I don't know if we're going to eliminate the income tax, but I will say Republicans need to deliver the largest tax cut in state history. They did it before. Do it again. Cut a little bit more. Give us the largest tax cut in state history. Cut taxes. Hmm. And then number five is pretty simple. Tell the truth. The problem we have, one reason that a lot of voters are skeptical, and we were talking about it you know, related to COVID, voters are skeptical because they don't trust the information that they're getting, and they don't believe that the folks that they have elected are standing up to the liars and bullies that are running our bureaucracies here in the United States. You've, you know, you've seen Mississippi stand up for things like pro-life and religious liberty, things that I'm a huge fan of. Those are essentially truth-telling exercises. It's saying, you know, the truth that the baby in the womb is a life worth protecting. The truth that people disagree over same-sex marriage, but let's still respect their liberty. Mississippi lawmakers need to tell the truth and push back against bullies. Tell the truth about the COVID mess. Tell the truth about uh, mandates. Tell the truth about Build Back Better. Why aren't Republicans doing more to fight Build Back Better, which Agreed. is going to turn our country into, uh, I mean, hardcore socialism. I agree. So I'm with you. That's my advice. Well, Those we try to things. do that on this program, and we you rail sure against the politicians who do not tell the truth, as we talked about today. We were talking about uh, the passing of Harry Reid, who lied, blatantly lied, knowingly lied about Mitt Romney not paying any taxes, and then after Barack Obama was elected, say, well, it worked, didn't it? I mean, he's no that's remorse right. for it. Keep telling the truth, Your Honor. Yeah, we'll we need it. it. Good to see you again, my friend, uh, Dr. Jamison Taylor, the president of the Center for Political Renewal, has been our guest. We'll take a break. we got half an hour of middays left. Stay with us. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601-371-1051. Take advantage of year-end savings during the Season of Inspiration sales event going on right now at Mazda of Jackson. That's right. Mazda of Jackson is giving you amazing savings to close out the year. Now, through December 31st only, get 0.9% financing on all remaining 2021s in stock. That's right. 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Not only do we have amazing savings, but we have the most incredible credit team around. They work hard to get you approved because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Get to Mazda of Jackson during the Season of Inspiration sales events going on now. Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select 
models. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. Now is the perfect time to do something new. Try a new color. Entertain in style. Elevate your comfort. New Year's savings have started at Miss Kelly's, and right now you can save up to $300. Plus, get 60 months financing with no money down. Visit us online to check out what's in stock and ready for you. Trying something new never sounded so good. Going on now at all Miss Kelly's locations. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies, ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tindall says his number one focus this legislative session will be a pay raise for law enforcement. Salaries are going up. It's harder and harder for these officers to uh, make a living, especially when they're just starting out on, on the starting salary. Some some departments in northeast Mississippi, northwest Mississippi, uh, are starting their officers at around 50000 He says their goal is to get law enforcement salaries up to a comparable amount. And the Pontotoc Police Department is mourning the loss of one of their own. According to the Daily Journal, Sergeant Jeff Turner passed away Monday afternoon from COVID-19. Visitation will be held from 5 to 8 Thursday and from noon to 2 Friday at Longview Baptist Church. The funeral service will begin at 2 on Friday. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. I'm Attorney General Lynn Fitch, wishing you all the very best for this holiday season. From our team to yours, our most heartfelt wishes for peace and joy in 2022. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky people pick Polk's. Polk's. 
Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. My good friend, Frank Lee, that's his favorite song. I don't know if he's listening, but shout out to him. Thank you for that. Rhino, middays back with you. I've, now I've, uh, Mo says, I've not really thought about the initiative process like that before. He makes a lot of sense. He can agree with him. He did tell me, I uh, did uh, Dr. Jameson Taylor uh, off the air before he, before he exited, that he would... Um, could come around to the idea of a citizen-initiated measure being placed on the ballot that uh, simply amended or established statute. He does not favor anything that would amend the Constitution, although I believe our Constitution states that in order to amend the Constitution, uh, for the legislature to um, amend the Constitution, that does have to be referred to a ballot. The citizens have to vote on that. They can't just do that um, like they pass n- normal bills into law. And I've seen some suggestions involving the worries over outside forces coming into the state and spending lots of money to change something through the initiative process. Yep. I've seen some people throwing around the idea, I don't know the, the legality of it, but of putting language in a new initiative process that states it has to be grassroots. It has to be initiated by someone from Mississippi. Hmm. Interesting. You're absolutely right about that, though, that uh, outside forces do get involved in those. Uh, It's amazing. Just tracking Ballotpedia, which is uh, a news source that I like to to, uh, stay in touch with and review on a regular basis, almost daily basis, honestly, but they're really good about reporting all the various ballot measures being considered and on the, being voted on on the ballots across the country. And they'll, and they'll analyze that and provide a summary of that down to the state and often local level. It's fascinating. And they'll provide some statistics on the number. It's amazing at the number they get referred. And, and different states have, have different uh, laws that permit amendment of the Constitution, all the way to, as we said, such as in California, where citizens can go to the polls and make law, or amend law, at the statutory level. So, interesting. Uh, Paula Meridian says uh, he, um, first of all, he said, going backwards, that Mitt Romney had lots of ammunition he could have used to get Obama, never did. I agree, Paul. I think it was a really poorly managed campaign, and I don't know. He he seemed to just kind of get weak there at the end. It didn't uh, didn't respond. Didn't didn't retort. Didn't go back. Uh huh. He lost. 
So he also says, many times, does Paul, many times your lawmaker will act like they're listening to you and then blow you off later. Yeah, I, I hear you, Paul, but I would, um, I would urge you to consider this, that it might be you that they're listening to and blow you off later, but somebody else is a constituent they're listening to and acting on whatever it is they want. I mean, because there's, there's no consensus within the ranks of their constituents. So, and I think that varies from person to person, honestly. I, I, I don't feel like I've had that. I mean, I rarely, uh, I guess, approach our lawmakers on matters uh, that uh, are, are, unless they're really big issues, I guess, big as in sweeping and very contentious issues. Uh, the certificate of need laws is something I, I feel like I've been crusading to get rid of for quite some time. And it just never happens. It just gets always dies every year, and there's a lot of reasons for that. You know, the um, the tax reform is something I've I've been certainly outspoken about, and and uh, would like to see something happen big there. And and was even called upon by the speaker to testify uh, about the uh, reform plans, and was uh, honored to be uh, invited to do that. And still feel strongly about that as being good policy here, and but. I haven't found that – I think Jameson was right. I found that our, our lawmakers in the Capitol are, are uh, very accessible. And I, and I can't speak for everybody. I'm just speaking anecdotally. Now, I'll admit that during the session, um, I, I like to go down there and, and see folks and speak to them one-on-one. And, and uh, of course, the lobbyists are all uh, walking around, and they're engaged as well. But uh, – my experience has been that just if any citizen wanted to go to the Capitol, and I know that's impractical for people who have to travel a long way, I, I get that, and I know that there are other means of contacting them, and I can't honestly comment on what that experience is like. Everybody's got their own. No way that, that we would know. I can just say that if you go to the Capitol and you see the lawmakers in the halls, they'll talk to you. That's been my experience. I've seen people approach them and introduce themselves, and they'll talk and they'll listen. I was about to say, it all depends on the initial contact. I think that's right. I, I agree. I mean... You come rolling up guns blazing, yeah. you're less likely to get a response should that you be want. That, should be that way, in my view. I mean, we can all be civil and respectful. We may not agree, but that's how that's how stuff that's how stuff gets done, I think, and how, how we come to some consensus that we can move forward on. But... Um, Anyhow, Paul says, my senator is my lawyer also. Hmm, interesting. Um, so, and I think what he was saying here is that maybe this causes people to say, well, doggone it, those folks down there at the Capitol aren't, aren't doing what we want them to do, and we're going we're gonna, to uh, just go to the ballot box on our own and initiate uh, a measure and put it out there for a vote by the people. It is expensive to do that because it takes a lot of time, a lot of effort to collect the signatures and to promote the issue, et cetera. So it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a high bar, I guess, to get to that point, get to that level. Uh, it, we we shall see. I I do think that there are some uh, some lawmakers that are planning to um, file some bills that would. Kind of, I guess you could say, fix and amend, adjust the the present ballot initiative uh, system law that's on our books, which is I think we all know now, nothing's going to stand the test of the Supreme Court just because of this mathematical 
problem we have between the congressional districts and the requirements for the signature. So we really don't have one in effect in the state of Mississippi right now. And I think there's plans by some lawmakers to to correct that, to remedy that situation. What that's going to look like, I don't know. Haven't haven't uh, talked to anybody uh, to any great length about that and what their plans are. So um, you still have to vote on it by the people, but he was right. I was Republican for the longest, but now I'm an independent because of the way Republicans act. That's also from Paul and Meridian. Thomas and Greenwood uh, says, talked to a bunch of them last time I was at the Capitol. And uh, were they receptive to your ideas, Thomas? Did they like uh, your idea about having a recall process? How, how was that received? Did you, or did you mention that? Did you suggest that? Hey, we sure would like to have a recall process here. In, uh, in the state of Mississippi. I know that's something that that um, you, you were a big fan of. You've let us know that many times. All those bills will likely die in committee talking about the ballot initiative bills. I, you know, I think it's probably accurate, Rhino, to say that those that are serving, elected to state office as a senator or, or a member of the House of Representatives, I think it's fair to say they feel like it is their job to uh, make law, and um, I don't want to. I don't want to characterize it as saying we just don't want the citizens involved. I think it's more saying you know the process should work through the the normal lawmaking procedure that is established uh, I would, in Mississippi. Uh, I would caution against putting any money on that because of the scuttlebutt of which lawmakers plan to drop those bills. I think that's right. I think there's some truth to that. But I think in general... I think at least one of the lawmakers that plans to drop a bill dealing with the ballot initiative would have some say-so over the committees. Yeah. And that would uh, be a huge factor in the disposition of the legislation. Uh, uh, Jeremy England is going to introduce the recall bill again. That's what uh, Thomson Greenwood says. Laugh out loud. Yeah, I... I don't know that that gets anywhere, honestly. Jerry, a good, good friend, of course, senator uh, from the Gulf Coast. Uh, we don't have tourists like Florida to get rid of the state tax. Do we have something else we could tax out-of-state people on besides food and hotels? That's Bo and Indianola. We need more people coming into and through the state. I mean, they spend their money here, uh, you know, when they when they travel and visit, but Let's also face the fact that a lot of Mississippians travel within the state and stay in the hotels in the state, and they're bearing the cost of those taxes as well. So I don't know. Uh, You know, fuel is always something that's looked at for folks that are traveling through and filling up, but of course that means everybody would pay it. I don't know how you could just target a tax on on visitors. I'm not sure if any other states have such a mechanism. You ever heard that before, Rhino? Uh, well, if you go to New Orleans without an out-of-state license plate, you're more than likely going to get pulled over. So I guess you could say it's an out-of-state tax. <laughs> uh, let's see. No one wants anything in the Constitution anymore. Raw cool was simply changing statute on the ceasefire tax line. Philip Gunn, uh, the Speaker of the House, is planning on introducing legislation similar to old process, but only changing the laws and statute, not the Constitution. Yeah, I, I'm hearing that as well. Uh, that on ceasefire text line. So the citizens wouldn't be able to amend the Constitution at the ballot box, but they could uh, make or change statute. And, but then it gets to the details of, okay, what are the re- constraints, if any? What, what specifically could be done? Could you just go to the ballot box and vote everybody? Send everybody a million dollars. I mean, could you do that? That's where it gets thorny. 
Final segment coming up on Middays. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and thunderstorms likely high near 78. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms as well, low around 62. Your Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 75. And for your finally Friday, 40% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 74. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Since 1935, the fabulous Mayflower Cafe in downtown Jackson has been serving the freshest seafood to generations of Jacksonians. It's a Mississippi landmark. Redfish, snapper, crab, oysters, fried, grilled, broiled, or blackened, all fresh and waiting for you. Don't forget our world-famous comeback dressing, a gift card, and a bottle of our salad dressing, the perfect year-round gift. The Mayflower opens Tuesday through Friday for lunch and dinner, Saturday dinner only. BYOB. 123 West Capitol Street. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Why don't you mind your own business? Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleEase can help. How can they help? PeopleEase can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. It sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. I know you've been waiting a little bit longer than normal. Jen's manicure spot needs an extra pair of hands. Who's at the front desk right now? Someone who's handy with everything from nail files to spreadsheet files. Deidre's not coming in today, but we have that whole bachelorette party. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from C Spire. 
Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit cspire.com slash business. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you so much for joining us. Final segment here on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Of course, Thomas and Greenwood, if Republicans shrank government like the promise on the campaign trail, we'd have a surplus of taxes, except Thomas has never really given us anything I think that's plausible or practical as a way to uh, shrink government. Uh, what, what would you like to do? I mean, he's talked about um, consolidating school districts, but really has no no concrete plan to do so, and, and has, has yet to tell us how much money that would save, if any. It is interesting, though, that Dr. Taylor, James Taylor, says he opposes a teacher pay raise. That is the governor's number one legislative priority. That, according to when uh, uh, the, the his answer to such a question, which I asked him on the program at the Neshoba County Fair, $3,300 over three years is the plan. Uh, so, but I understand Dr. Taylor's point is that hey, we just send money out there to teachers. Are we getting our return on that investment? Uh, absolutely, any investment of taxpayer money, I think, also should be measured as we do in the private sector with the return we get on that. And it gets a little subjective, but I think we could uh, uh, produce and measure some uh, ob- objective outcomes. See kind of how that works out. I think it would be the right thing to do. Um, that's peanuts, is what someone says on the ceasefire tax line. It's thirty-three hundred dollars over three years. Yeah. So just for perspective, thirty a thirty-three hundred dollar raise to the teachers in Mississippi, once fully implemented over that three years, will cost the state about a hundred and sixty million dollars a year. That is in a a six billion dollar general fund budget. It it is a significant amount of money. I'm not saying that $3,300 is uh, – it's all – look, everything's relative, um, honestly. I can assure you that the teachers would welcome anything. Uh, $3,300 would be, uh, I think, welcome by most teachers in this state. Some may say they said this is peanuts as well. I don't know. I just hadn't really talked to any of them about that. But it's $150 million. If every $1,000 raise with the PERS – the taxpayer cost of PERS, the uh, Public Employees Retirement System, the other benefits and um, uh, taxes, the burden, as we call it, on payroll, it's $50 million bucks per $1,000 raise for teachers, $50 million. That's not insignificant. It's not an insignificant amount of money. So for perspective, 
the Mississippi Lottery Corporation generated $140 million of net proceeds last year. This teacher raise would cost $150 million once uh, fully implemented over three years. So, yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, it's the 90 bucks per month before taxes ain't a pay raise. 90, I, I hear you. So, see, this is the dilemma. Because on the ceasefire tax line, I, I'm not sure of this individual's political persuasion. I, I'm going to guess here, and if I'm wrong, please let me know that this is a this is a uh, would be someone who would describe themselves as as conservative. But that's where it gets complicated. Does conservative mean hey, we're just going to hold the line, not pay state employees, not pay teachers anymore? In fact, we just ought to reduce their pay to reduce spending. Well, that's the double-edged sword of conservatism. You. If you go too far off on the right to the the libertarian cause, then you elect someone to go up there and sit on their hands and do absolutely nothing, and you're happy with it. Yeah. Because you don't want them doing anything to grow government. Yeah. Well, then somebody comes along and goes, I'm running against so-and-so because so-and-so did jack diddly squat with your tax dollars. Right. Exactly. Well, it is it is uh, a double-edged sword, and it is a, a controversial and, and thorny issue. I completely agree. And, and look, it's uh, it's fair to say that those who run our Department of Public Safety and uh, our cor- system of corrections, uh, they're lobbying for higher pay as well because they can't attract anybody. We need more people serving in law enforcement, serving in the ranks of. Mississippi Highway Patrol, uh, serving as custody officers, it's uh, the the pay is is not very high, and they're looking for higher pay so they can attract more people. But that costs more money. So what? But that, does that keep us safer? See, that's the dilemma, and and this is why we need to have these discussions and and uh, get all the inputs from all the sides. It's just complicated. Uh, I know, Thomas, you're for, I know, talking about administration consolidation. So you want central control of the schools. You don't want distributed control. That is not conservative, in my view, and this is where I depart with you on this matter. Why, why don't we just get rid of all the school districts and let's just have one central authority that runs all the school districts? What's wrong with that? What's the perfect model? That's the question. And how much should it cost? And if we did what you're asking, how much you save? It's just, it's tough, it's complicated. But we run out of time here today. We'll keep talking about these subjects. These are good discussions to have. I will be off tomorrow, back in the studio on Monday. I hope everyone has the happiest, the safest, the healthiest, the most prosperous New Year's. Until then, stay safe. God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.